Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to In the Kitchen with Courtney. This is Sunday, December the 4th, 2022. It's hard to believe that we have 21 days until Christmas, so we have three weeks. That is that is wild, wild. So we'll be celebrating 2023 here soon. So I want to welcome everyone to tonight's call. Tonight we'll be, we will be discussing... Um, Christmas gifts from your kitchen. And our host tonight is Tori, our connector and moderator in Clubhouse and connector to uh, and streamer for ACB Media is Nikki and I can't forget my sidekick, Kayla. So we will go ahead and get started. So we're not going to be doing any cooking tonight. So I am not in the kitchen, but we're going to be talking about gifts that you can make up pretty quickly and put in a jar, put you know, some, some ribbon on it, maybe some fabric and a little tag and give it as a gift. Um, so Kayla and I have compiled a document, which we will send out uh, probably tomorrow that has a lot of the stuff that we're going to discuss tonight. And hopefully you can add to it. And we'll also go over some ideas of things to pair with these so, you know, to make a complete gift or uh, a little bit bigger gift than just a seasoning or, or a cookie mix. All right. So what we're going to talk about first is um, some of the seasonings that Kayla and I used on just about everything. Uh, and you'll hear her talk about her mama spice and you'll hear me talk about uh, my, sometimes I call it my secret sauce. Um and it's just a blend of salt, pepper, and garlic powder. And so you can, what I do for these, for mine anyway, is I mix up a big batch and I keep it in a plastic container. And you can mix that up and put it in a jar um, or a, a cute little bowl or some kind of dish and, and give that as a gift. Um, and the same with Kayla's Mama Spice. Um you know, and I'll defer to Kayla in just a few minutes to get her some ideas from her. But you, know, you could take that and put it with a, um, you know, a nice saucepan or a sheet pan, some oven mitts and, you know, um, or a grilling set and, um, you know, use that as a gift. And what I do is, you know, I'll just, you know, say you know it's you know um my house seasoning blend and you know just sprinkle on you know all savory foods and um just to let them know what it is and and how to use it and i might even put a list of ingredients on there if you wanted to include the full recipe you could but if you just wanted to do a ingredient list that would be okay too so um so kayla do you have any ideas on additional gifts to give with your mama spice? So um, when I give my mama spice as a gift, I usually put it in like a salt or pepper shaker um, so that they're easily able to shake that off. Um, and if I know that that person has something in their kitchen, so say um, when I gave this last year to my mother-in-law, she 
collect chicken stuff for her um, kitchen. So I got a little chicken. Look, it looked like a chicken. It was shaped like a chicken um, salt shaker. And I put the seasoning in that. Um, and then for my mom, I put it in like a mini uh, salt shaker that looked like a mason jar. It had a little handle on the side. It was really cute. So um, it, it was also a decoration they could use in their kitchen. So I kind of customized it to that to that. Um, so if they have a, a color theme or something like that, that you know of, you can kind of do it a little extra to kind of match that. And then I just put a ribbon around the, um, the outside of the jar and hung it on there that said, um, mama spice for you, from me to you, to you, you know, and kind of a short little description. You can also buy, um, like little labels, um, that are meant for mailing labels. And I printed out on those, you have specific dimensions you put into your computer. Um, usually there's a number on the, on the packet of the labels and you put that into the, the, the it'll have all the information on how to do that in the thing. Um, but then you can print them out and you can stick them directly onto your jars or your, your shaker or however you want to do it um, so that you don't have to have it written out. You can print it out with your printer um, type of a thing. So, yeah. And they also have, um, you know, business card size. So sometimes people use that size for gift tags as well. Mm -hmm. You could use, you know, set it up the same the same way you know it has a number and you go into your word processing um software and this is not a tech call so we're not going to say <laughs> i don't know how to do yeah i'm word. like i can't even remember what the brand was so <laughs> yeah, yeah so um yeah I, I haven't done it through word i've done it through yes and then i'm old and ancient i've done it through word perfect and i know how to do it on, on that so um I'll be sad when my computer dies that has WordPerfect on it <laughs> because I won't be able to install it on my computer anymore. So, all right. So great ideas. Um, and if you have questions or comments, raise your hands. And in just a few minutes, I'll ask for raised hands. So, uh, so get those hands up. We're going to talk about a few things first and then, you know, we'll, we'll do raised hands and then, you know, we'll talk about what you know if y'all have questions about what we've discussed at that point so and then we'll give you an opportunity to share all right next i have taco seasoning and fajita seasoning um some good things to pair with that um you know and i'm trying to do this where it can be gifts you could mail if you wanted to there's going to be that you can't make um for various reasons but you know some of these you can mail um and, you know, just stick that gift tag on there. So we have taco seasoning and fajita seasoning. Um, you know, you could, with the taco seasoning, or you could pair both of them together. You know, put two different little jars there and include sour tortillas. Um, because I, I've seen some that are not in the refrigerated section. So you could do some flour tortillas. You could do a bag of tortilla chips, a bottle of um, Taco shells, a jar of salsa, even if you do homemade salsa and can it, you could pair that with it. Um, you know, a lot of non-perishable taco or fajita um, toppings, you know, would be a nice, nice gift. And, you know, maybe some, you know, if it's for a couple, you know, some, you know, Tex-Mex in our dishes, 
you know, something that might have chili peppers on it or do red and green for the chili peppers or, you know, red plates or green plates. Yeah. And you can get a lot of good dinner plates, you know, uh, at the Dollar Tree for a dollar and a quarter for a plate. I mean, and it's, it's good stuff. I, you know, it's, I've got some that's lasted for years and, and, um, all right, Kayla, do you have any ideas to, to pair with those? Yeah. So for this, you could always get like a tortilla warmer. Um, oh, so yes. that it, you kind of, and then they also have these, um, I'm not sure what they're called, but they're, I have one They're They're like a rack. Um, and you can put your soft tortilla in them and then you put your ingredients on it and then you pop them in the oven in this rack and it holds the shell. So you can either do soft tacos or hard shells in them, but it holds them upright. So when you put them in the oven, you can melt, you can warm up the ingredients. So a lot of times I'll make the ground beef and stuff earlier in the day. And then if I have a meeting, I can just set the tacos up in this little rack. Um, and I believe it does six in the rack. And you can just put it in the oven, warm all your ingredients up that way. And then you have fresh tacos that are ready for everybody to eat at the same time. So um, I found that really, make sure you grease it though. It works better to get them off. <laughs> so you don't crack your shells on accident. Um, but yeah. that is a great thing. Um, even a um, an apron that um, has like chili, chili, hot chili peppers on it or something like that would be cute to pair with the that seasonings as well yeah yeah and you know if you have a cute little saying you know that you could get embroidered somebody to embroidery on on the apron that would be cute as well um yeah and that could totally be customized to pretty much all of these also yes it could be yeah um when you said a tortilla warmer another thing i thought of um you know if you have a cook that you know does a lot of from scratch cooking they you could also get a tortilla press where they can make their own tortillas and and put it you know put the dough in this tortilla press and make fresh tortillas that that's one of my dreams is to learn how to make fresh tortillas and have my own tortilla press so all right so do we have any hands in zoom tori not unless somebody's about to make me a liar. Okay, we'll 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 see. We'll go on over to Clubhouse, and then so if anybody wants to make Tori a liar, you know, <laughs> you can get those hands raised. So, do we have anybody in Clubhouse, Nikki? Nope, we do not. Okay, all right. So the next one I have on my list um, is some salad dress dressing mixes, um, and. I have one for ranch dressing mix and Italian dressing mix. And I haven't tried the Italian one, but um, definitely going to. The ranch is so good. And and another thing about all of these um, seasoning mixes, they are so good homemade. They're so much better than the store-bought because, one, you don't have all the preservatives in there. And you know what you're putting in there, and you can customize it for yourself or for your gift recipient. And some ideas for that, um, you know, if, if you're going to just hand deliver it, you could do, um, what I've done in the past, I had a square glass bottle that olive oil came in. And once I emptied it and, you know, washed it thoroughly, I put this dressing mix in there for the ranch and 
put a cork in the top of it and then just, um, you know, put a little ribbon on there, a little raffia ribbon and kind of make it look a little rustic for the kitchen and gave it as a gift. Um, but if you're going to hand deliver it, you could, you know, put in like um, a couple of bags of the salad mix kits and salad ingredients, croutons, bacon bits. Um, I'm trying to think of some non-perishable stuff to put in there as well. Some salad tongs, a nice salad bowl. Um, a salad spinner, maybe? A salad spinner. Yeah, for them to do their own lettuce. Um so, you know, there's a ton of, of ideas on that as well. Um, all right. And now we're getting into soup mixes. Um, so I have one for homemade onion soup mix, which is good. I've never made it, but I, I need to make it because I can make that gluten-free. Um, and a lot of this stuff I can make gluten-free for our family. And um, Kayla, have you ever made the onion soup mix before? I have not, um, but I definitely want to make it because I really like it when I make a roast. I typically put onion soup mix on it. So I mm -hmm. think this will definitely be one um, that I will be making. Yeah, that, that's one. Like I said, I need to, to get the ingredients and do it because, you know, I like putting onion soup mix on on some of my roast. And this is how I make my onion dip is, you know, I'll get a couple of packages and uh, put that in my sour cream, mix it up. And you have a quick dip for chips and vegetables there. Um, so with the soup mixes and I have a recipe, we have recipes for cream of chicken soup mix as well. So some ideas for those would be to, um, you know, put those in a jar, of course, with the directions, get a box of, nice crackers, um, some soup bowls, some soup spoons, um, you know, some good crusty bread, you know, a loaf of crusty bread to go with that as well, or homemade bread. Um, and with the uh, cream of chicken soup mix, you can also do that as cream of mushroom. You would just either use some dried mushrooms in there or mushroom powder. Or you could put in um, a couple of small cans of mushrooms, sliced mushrooms, and they can add it to the soup as they make it. Another thing with the cream of chicken soup is you could use a casserole dish and um, a recipe that I, I use make sometimes has rice, canned chicken, uh, mixed vegetables, French fried onions and um, the cream of chicken soup. So you could put all of those ingredients, you know, the cans and boxes in that uh, in a casserole dish and, and make a nice gift out of that. Maybe some serving spoons. Uh, again, a loaf of crusty bread to go with the casserole as well. Okay. Kayla, do you have any gift ideas to match with those? Um, no, but I do think that those would be cute given in jars. Yes. Yes, they would. And a lot of these would be you know, great things to put in, you know, mason jars or if you, you know, don't have canning jars or access to them, save your glass jars. Um, and you can, 
you know, take the labels off. You can decorate them up. Um, you could paint the lids and now I'm getting into my crafting on that, but you can yeah, just, like I did that call two weeks ago, uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, um, you know, if you have questions on how to decorate up your jars, maybe, you know, we can get Kayla to kind of go over some ideas for that. And I can throw in a few ideas as well on that. Um, all right. Do we have any hands in clubhouse? What about in the Zoom? Any raised hands? Nope. Nope. Okay. All right. Everyone's just listening to you. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I no hope hands in Clubhouse either. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. And if you have ideas for items to pair with this or how to make it a a better gift, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I'm not saying that the spice mixes and, and other mixes aren't great gifts. They are. But how you can, you know, take it over the top a little bit. Um, that would be great. My cursor keeps jumping on me here. Is it the waffles next and pancake mix? Yes. So um, on that one, it's got the full recipe. And what I suggest on that is just putting the list of ingredients on a card of what they're going to have to include. So, you know, they're, the gift recipient is going to have to add eggs, oil, and milk, and vanilla. But you could also fix them a jar of homemade vanilla and stick that in there as well. Um, you know, you could get a nice griddle. Uh, you know, a waffle a maker. A waffle maker, a spatula for um, the pancakes, some nice maple syrup. Or mm -hmm. other toppings like blueberry syrup or strawberry syrup, um, some homemade apple butter that would be good with some of Kayla's homemade apple butter. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, you know, chocolate chips, anything to to kick those pancakes or waffles up a notch. On uh, some pecans, so or you know your gift recipient likes bananas you can throw in a bunch of bananas and okay and courtney we now have a hand in clubhouse tony okay hi tony welcome thanks for joining us tonight is she there okay hi how are you Good, Tony. Good. How are you? Thanks for joining I, us tonight. I got a question. Yes, ma'am. Okay. You mentioned can a lot of canned soup and can um, that you can make um, put in your um, roast and stuff like that. I got. What do you do with the preserves that's in the soup that's in the can? You drain that off, you know, because it comes with a lot of salt and stuff like that. So what do you do with that? So what we what we're given tonight is recipes how to make your own like soup mixes. So they don't have the preservatives. Um, oh, yeah. okay. So you put your own stuff in there. 
Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. So we have a recipe that, you know, gives all the ingredients for onion soup uh-huh. mix. Um, I don't remember what they are offhand real quick. Um, and I'm not focused on that document, but it has stuff like dried minced onion. It has um, beef bouillon, um, uh-huh. maybe onion powder, and garlic powder. It may have some salt and pepper in there. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. it's all your dry ingredients and you mix those up and mm-hmm. put them in a nice jar and you can make them in bigger quantities than what the recipe says. You know, you can double, triple, or even quadruple these uh, recipes and make a big batch and okay. then just funnel, funnel those dry ingredients into your jar. Mm-hmm. And it also gives the directions on how to make it into a soup, you know, how to, you know, how much water or milk to add. Um, oh, okay. okay. You know, how much liquid and to make it either a soup or make it a concentrated soup like goat that goes in casseroles. Um, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then the other okay. items we're bringing with it is just stuff to make, you know, uh, a casserole like with the cream of chicken soup. Um, mm. I make a chicken and rice casserole that has, you know, mixed vegetables, canned chicken, cream of chicken uh-huh. soup, rice. Um, and then it's topped with French fried onion rings and cheese. If I was going to hand deliver the gift, then I would include mm-hmm. a block of cheese to grate to put mm-hmm. on it. If I was shipping the gift, then I would leave the cheese out and ship everything else and maybe include a casserole dish and some oven mitts. Or right. An and they can, they, can, they can add their own cheese when they get it. Yeah. Right. Correct. Correct. And so what you do mm-hmm. is, you know, you just send directions on what they need to do to make uh-huh to use these ingredients or how to use them. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Gotcha. I was just wondering. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh Hello, ladies. Hey. Hello, DJ. All right. (laughs) Do we have any other hands in Clubhouse? Nope. We don't have anybody else at this point. Okay. Thanks, Nikki. And what about in Zoom? We do have hands now. Okay, great. Who is our first? Diane Harm is first, and I'm specifying because there's two Diane-type names. Thank you. Okay. Um, hey, hi. Um. Hi, how you doing? Great. Thanks for joining us tonight. You had a question or a comment? I have a question. Um, sure. You, you were talking about your uh, salt, pepper, and did you say garlic powder? Yes, ma'am. Um, so how much of each do you put in there? Um, and if you don't remember this we will be sending out the document that has all of this in there but it's one cup of salt uh, a quarter cup of black pepper and a quarter cup of garlic powder and I just put that in a Ziploc bag and I mix it around shake it around turn it upside down you know just mix, mix thoroughly and I just snip the corner off of one end of it and hold it over my container and just let it pour in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. That way. That'd be good too. Even um, for yourself, if you want to keep, you know, then -hmm. you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to, every time a recipe called for those three things, you wouldn't have to get all three of them out. You could just get out your container. There you be. There you go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can also, if you wanted to add onion powder, paprika, which now I'm getting into mama spice here. um, Yeah. But anything that you use on a regular basis, even if you don't use the garlic powder, if you just use salt and pepper, 
right. you know, do like a two to one ratio, do a cup of salt to a half a cup of pepper and mix that up. Um, but That's a any, great idea. Yeah. Any other seasonings that you use on a regular basis. Yeah. I mean, keep them, keep them mixed up in large batches. Um, and I store mine just back in the, the containers that they come in. So I order mine in about one pound quantities or, you know, it comes in a 16 ounce container. And once those are empty, I just, you know, wash those, make sure they're thoroughly, thoroughly dry before I put anything in there. And then I have them to store. And when I mix up my house seasoning, it's usually, it'll fill up about two of the 16 ounce containers. I mix up so much so that I don't have to mix it up as often. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. And I do the same thing with mine as I always put them back in older containers um, because they already have the shake top on them too, typically. So I can just sprinkle it out or the other side opens and I'm able to pop it uh, open and just scoop out like say I need a tablespoon. I can just do it that way and just scoop it out rather than, so that's how I do mine as well. Yeah. And I typically get all my ingredients at Costco when I make it. And I order mine. It sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. You order yours what? I order mine from Amazon. Oh. We don't have a Costco or a Sam's within a a recent distance from me. (laughs) It's like, or not a recent, a convenient distance. I have to drive at least an hour to get to a Sam's. Oh, wow. Two and a half hours to get to a Costco. So. Yeah. Yeah. You so don't want to do that. So, yeah. No, no, no. Unless I'm going to be in, in the town, I have to drive to Memphis to get to a Costco and I avoid Memphis if I can. So, yeah. huh. okay. Well, thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Do we have any other hands? We do. Diana. Hi, Diana. Welcome. And thanks for joining us tonight. Sure. I love your call. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if you have any kind of hot cocoa mixes. Now, I, I know I need to make them sugar-free because I'm diabetic, but um, I, I can kind of figure that out. But right. I don't like the ones, so many of the ones that you find have coffee creamer powder in it. And I'm not a big lover of the coffee creamer. First uh-huh. of all, I don't like the taste of it that well. But, but right. you know, to those who do, you know, to each your own. Um, right. But I don't. And it also has lots of nasty stuff in it and just things I'd like to avoid. And I do know they make, actually I have, um, they make, uh, oh my God, they make dried heavy, heavy cream powder. Oh, okay. I did not and know that. So yes. And it's really, you know, you know, you have to have one of those little zapper. You can't just like stir it in as well as you can't. You usually it's best. You have one of those little coffee frother things, you know, that you put right. in there, the little whip thing, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I can't find any kind of recipes or don't, don't know how to convert that to so many of the recipes that you find that, you know, have the heavy cream powder. I mean, have the creamer, coffee creamer. I don't know. I don't think you'd go one for one because it's so much richer than that. Right. So I just um, didn't know if you had any ideas or you'd ever heard of that or found anything like that. Or I do have a hot cocoa recipe, but it, again, it has the coffee creamer. Yeah. So, what I typically do if you have an echo device or some kind of you know, assistant like that. Uh-huh. Yep, I do. If I if I don't have an ingredient or I want to substitute, 
I just ask her what's a good substitution for, say, powdered coffee creamer. And, oh, that's a good idea. See what she comes up with. Um, so I don't know, but this one, it includes, um, it's got hot, uh, not, not hot cocoa, it's got um, chocolate pudding in it. And sure. we also have a uh, homemade chocolate pudding recipe for the powder. Oh, so, so that's that's. Now, I've never of- seen a hot cocoa mix that had chocolate pudding. Yeah, because huh? they make sugar free in that, which that's not got great stuff in it either. But right, right. <laughs> but um, I don't, and you know, because of the volume, you know, the volume of even if you did use the sugar free pudding mix in it, it's such less volume than is in the regular instant pudding mix because of the sugar, you know. It doesn't weigh near as much. You know, those little packages are real small. Right. right. So I don't know. It, it, that's what so much of these things, when you make them up, if you want to make them sugar-free or something, it comes down to how do you replace the volume mm-hmm. when you're using sugar-free so, items. And All and, right. And so any, somebody, any suggestions? Somebody that's listening in just sent me a message. You're, you're cutting out uh, really okay. bad, Courtney. You're cutting out a little bit there, Courtney. I'm sorry, Troy. There you go. You're you're, you're back. Oh, okay. You're cutting out really bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, Uh, yeah, a raw cocoa powder. So, um, and I'll, if I don't forget, I'll put that substitution in my recipe document for you. Okay, great. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. And we'll get to that hot cocoa mix and get some gift ideas for that in just a few minutes. So. Okay. And, I didn't know if you um, covered that yet or not, because I had joined a little bit late. So okay. sorry. Sorry if you're not up to that yet. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Go okay. ahead, Kayla. I was going to say, um, the hot cocoa recipe I have um, does not use the, the coffee creamer in it because I also don't like it. So I have one I'll send over to you that does not have that in it. So awesome. it uses um, a cocoa powder, powdered sugar, um, powdered milk instead of that. And then oh, your salt cool. and cornstarch for thickening. So awesome. um, I'll send this so it can be included in the document. Oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And this one, you know, it has the pudding, the one I have has the pudding mix. It has Nestle Quick in it as well. Um, and the coffee creamer, dried milk, and powdered sugar. I think that's all. I haven't made it since last year, and I've got to make some now. So <laughs> it's getting cold enough to make it. So. But we will get those recipes out to you. All right, Tori, do we have any other hands in Zoom? We do. We have a phone number. I don't know. A 619 phone number. All right. Could you unmute and let us know who you are? Hi, that's me, Ginny, from San Diego. Hi. Hi. One of the things I always, now this, you can probably develop this idea. I just crossed my mind. One of the things I haven't been ambitious enough to find a recipe for is something we have in San Diego in a lot of Mexican restaurants, they have a great condiment, um, which is kind of, they call it hot carrots. 
I can't, I can't remember how you say it in Spanish, but they're basically steamed carrots, or I suppose you could use frozen or canned, which are then marinated. And um, if I'm going to, I always am trying to find a recipe, but I haven't. And I guess you could present the recipe if you were visiting them in person, you could present the recipe with a sample, but they're a great condiment, not only for Mexican food, but just for a lot of things. And I don't know if they're common in your area, but I know there's a Spanish word for them, but I can't remember that right now. Right. So I'm always looking for that. You know, yeah. that would be a great gift. I would like that. And condiments in general, I think a lot of them can be fancied up and made gifts, I think. You probably have some recipes. I'm looking forward to getting your recipes. Thank you, you guys. Thank you. That is one I thing I did not. I thought about, I just didn't get to it, was, you know, making your own ketchup and mustard and mayonnaise. I think that um, is a whole nother call. <laughs> it but is. I definitely think after the new year, that might be something we can do. Right. But I think that's a call in itself. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, but I, I have not heard of the marinated carrots. It sounds yummy. Oh, they're yummy. Our, our I've had them. I've never made them. Our but. next in Mississippi, if they have them, I don't know that they're on the <laughs> All right. Do we have any other hands in Zoom? No. Okay. Any hands in Clubhouse? Nope, we do not. All right. Well, now we're getting into some stuff for the gorillas in our in our group. Um, I have a recipe here for um, a dry barbecue rub. Um, that sounds good. Then we have, I know I have a couple of barbecue sauce recipes. I've got a couple more I'm going to add. One is a sweet and tangy barbecue sauce. That sounds good. And then if you have never had white barbecue sauce, oh my gosh, you're missing out. So um, it's an Alabama white barbecue sauce that is so yummy. It's a mixture of uh, mayonnaise, a little mustard, some vinegar, some other dry seasonings and you cook all that and put it in a jar and put it in the fridge. So that would be one you would want to uh, hand deliver, um, you know, on the, the wet barbecue sauces. So with those, um, you know, you could get like um, a grill pan or uh, I don't know that I would use like a, the barbecue sauce on an indoor grill. Because that heat, especially if you're using the sauce or even the rub that has the sugar in it, adding that heat to your grill just makes it sticky and sometimes it can burn and, and leave a, a weird taste on your food. And then it's really, really hard to clean. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend using those on like a George Foreman grill, but you, know, you could put those on your meat and wrap them in aluminum foil and stick them in the oven and cook them on like that or if you have a grill outside um, you could do that as well um, but you know if you're going to get it for a griller you know uh, a nice grilling set with the spatula the tongs the grill brush to clean the grill afterwards some oven mitts again an apron um, or you could you know get a nice large sheet pan uh, a box of aluminum foil, you know, for them, them to do them in the, uh, in the kitchen, uh, in the oven, um, or even doing them in the crock pot as well. You'll get a, a nice crock pot with some crock pot liners and, and there you go. 
All right, Kayla, do you have any ideas on the barbecue rubs and sauces or gifts? Well, ideas? I would say if they do have an outdoor grill, um, maybe if they use wood chips, you could always include those. If they use um, like nat the, the gas, you could use that, whatever it's called, propane. Propane gas. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm like, oh my gosh, what's it called? Um, uh, all bag you, of yeah. Um, and uh, some other gift ideas, like Courtney said, a George, a George Foreman, but you just said it didn't work really well on that. Um, but they have little fire pits that are like $50, $60 that have a rack on them. You can um, grill on those as well. Um, and then those vary in size and, and um, cost. Um, I have a flat grill that I use in my kitchen. And mm -hmm. um, it, it's just like a nor it's electric. Um, but I've had good luck with that, um, in putting spices and stuff on my meat and using it on that. So I'm not sure if it's because it's open and I always wash it right away, but mm -hmm. I've not had it get overly sticky or anything like that. So, um, again, maybe some heavy duty gloves, um, that are meant more for grilling and grilling tools, you know, the metal spatulas, a grill cleaner, the, the, the one that scratches it to get to clean it off when it's done type of a thing. So. And, you know, if your gift recipient is a, a beer drinker, you know, I know some people like to drink their beer while they're grilling, you know, get them a, a case of beer or a six pack of beer to throw with this too, you know, and, you know, just depends on how much you're wanting to spend on the gift for someone. It's, you know, we're just giving you ideas um, of things that you could put with it. And, you know, if you want to get real, real expensive, you know, you could get up a grill to go with it, too. You know, again, you know, if it's a, a gift for a spouse or, or, you know, or a parent or something, you know, that would be an idea as well. All right. The next one on my list is vanilla extract. This, um, this is a good gift all in itself. Um Again, you could include ingredients for cookie dough mixes, the, the pancake or waffle mix. Um, let's see here, cake mixes, any kind of baking, anything that calls for vanilla, you could include some of those uh, mixes in a jar with that. Or if you didn't want to use the jar, um, you know, mix in a jar, you could get some packs of cookie dough mix or a couple of boxes of cake mix. Uh, for that um and you know if you buy pure vanilla extract not the imitation stuff it is expensive for a little bitty mm -hmm. two bottle <laughs> like and nine dollars ten dollars yes for a tiny bottle um and you know they say a teaspoon but i've read on a, um, a recipe blog one time where lady said if you wanted to kick your baking up a notch if it calls for one teaspoon, triple that. And it just enhances the flavor of your baking much more. And so I've been doing that and oh my, what a difference it makes. It is so yummy. Um, yeah, I so definitely it, agree with that. The vanilla yeah. is a, um, a suggestion. <laughs> now yeah. <to> me. <laughs> yeah. Like garlic, you know, they'll say, you know, two or three cloves of garlic. I'm like, Huh. Okay, that converts to bulbs for me. <laughs> you know, cloves, bulbs. You know that that's I do that because of conversion uh, for myself because we like a lot of garlic. Um, but but yeah, and the vanilla making the vanilla is 
is so simple. Um, I'll kind of quickly go over it, but you just get some good quality vanilla beans and do not buy them from the grocery store. Okay. Because if you get them from the grocery store, you're going to get like two vanilla beans in a jar and it's going to cost you like 10 bucks or more. Uh, I haven't checked the price on them since inflation. You can get them from Amazon for, you know, you can get 10 or 12 or, or even maybe more in a jar and you can get them for like, you know, 15 or 20 bucks, I guess. Again, it's been a while um, since research that. And, and Costco, um, again, um, I, I shop there a lot. Uh, that's where I got my vanilla beans last time and they were the same price as online. So Costco is not, or is reasonable for them. I think I got 10 of them for like $15. Yeah. At Costco. Yeah. So buy them in bulk if you can. And then you just, um, you know, some of the vanilla beans, you just split down the middle of the bean and you don't do anything except put those in a jar. And some people snip off the ends of the vanilla bean to kind of open those up a little bit. And then you just put them in a jar fill your jar with a clear alcohol such as vodka and put it in a dark cabinet and just let it sit. And then, you know, maybe once or twice a week or when you remember, just get that out, shake it up real well, stick it back in the cabinet and it will be really good vanilla in about six to eight months. So uh, if you want to give it for Christmas this year, uh, you might be a little late. It might not be as, as good. If you, you know, start now, but if you start now for next Christmas, it will be just right to give. So there's some thoughts there. Kayla, do you have any gift ideas in addition to what Uh, I mentioned? So for the vanilla, I would say like a pretty jar. Again, um, you can get some jars that have like corks in them, even at the dollar store. Um, I've gotten them there. So just something kind of fancy to put it in if you're giving just the vanilla by itself. Um, If they're like newer and they don't have a lot of baking supplies, you could do like a cake pan or a brownie pan. They have the magic brownie pan where it like you put in the insert and then you get all corner pieces, which are not my favorite. Um, So since I don't like that, I use I have that device. But I use the metal thing that you're supposed to divide them up to cook them in. I just use it afterwards to cut them, um, which is super awesome. But um, I think that would be a great thing to kind of put with vanilla if they're bakers. Mm-hmm. It's one of those brownie pans. They're really awesome. Yeah. I mean, even if you just do what I do and then you get perfectly cut brownies and they're all the same size. I'm going to have to invest in that brownie pan just for that purpose. Um and that would work for a cake pan too. So, um, all right. So now we're getting into the hot cocoa. Um, this is my husband's favorite. He doesn't like the, the store-bought stuff anymore. He, he wants, and it's a lot less expensive too. Um, and this is one, again, we make up in big, big batches. Um, so it'll last him pretty much throughout the winter. I think I might have to do two batches from the end of October through to late February, early March. Um, that, that'll, and he's the only one that drinks it because I'm not a hot chocolate fan. Uh, some gift ideas for this, and this is one I haven't done, but I'm looking forward to doing is you could include a little bag, a little plastic bag or a Ziploc bag with 
one or two um, servings of hot cocoa in there. And a serving size for this recipe is one third cup. Um, so you could do that, do some mugs and some spoons. And if you want to get real fancy, you could take your mugs and dip them, the uh, lips or, you know, turn it upside down and dip it in white chocolate or even uh, milk chocolate or dark chocolate and then dip it into crushed peppermint. So you, you'll have that flavored rim there. Put in a couple of peppermint sticks if you want to do that. Maybe some chocolate chips, some marshmallows. Um, you could even do your marshmallows. I've done those where I've dipped them in the white chocolate and then rolled them in peppermint. And you could do that as well. Do the, the regular size, uh, not the mint, unless you want to do the mini, <laughs> but that would be very time consuming. But um, the regular size, um, or even if you are a real marshmallow fan, they have jumbos that you can use for campfire. Uh, they may be called campfire marshmallows that uh, you can roast, and they're about the size of, of a coffee mug. Um, you could also do dipped spoons where you dip them in the white chocolate and then sprinkle them with peppermint, or you can dip them in uh, dark or milk chocolate and sprinkle those with peppermint as well. Um, you know, maybe put in a little bottle of peppermint extract if you know, want to add a little more peppermint, um, a jar of your vanilla so they could add a little bit of vanilla to them as well. And for adults, you know, if you wanted to include a small bottle of liquor where they, you know, add that to their uh, hot cocoa once it's mixed. Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Taylor's love language there. So, no. The dark chocolate was more my love language, but I'll take the oh, spirits as well. <laughs> uh, or, you know, if you didn't want to do the uh, the packets, you know, for each mug, you could do, again, a, a big jar with the ingredient, you know, uh, you know, how much to dip out and how much water to use. And, and then you're good to go there. So do you have any ideas, any additional ideas for the cocoa and you can include like some homemade cookies or home, you know, one of the cookie mixes we're going to get to in just a bit. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, my kids like they're these round, soft, um, peppermints. They're kind of almost chalky. Yes. And those are what my kids love to put in their hot chocolate because they dissolve really good, a lot better than like the candy canes do. So, um, we always stock up on those this time of year. Um, to do it yeah so um it may be a bottle of whipped cream if you're gonna be seeing them um and another I, idea i, I kind of brought this up when i did the jar thing is if you're giving one of these gifts in a jar or um something that needs a, additional ingredients um you could put together like a little shopping list and a gift card to whatever you know a walmart a grow a Kroger, whatever it is that, you know, if you know what, where they typically um, shop so that they're, they're not necessarily putting in any additional money to buy the eggs and whatever additional ingredients for the meal. Um, but they have a little gift card there that they can, you know, 10, $15, depending on, remember, eggs are like $6 a dozen now. So <laughs> keep that in mind, I guess, when you're doing your, your, uh, your shopping list for them, but that's an additional, you know, kind of a gift that you could, could put with it, especially if, 
it's someone who is lower income or on a fixed income, and they may not have those ingredients, you know, they don't cook often, type of a thing that's a nice kind of additive to put it with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And if you don't know what grocery store they shop at, you can always get um, like a MasterCard or a Visa card that's already loaded with some cash on there. Or so, just cash. Or just cash. Cash, yeah. Cash, and now you're talking my love language is cash. So, <laughs> All right. So now we're going to get into some cookie mixes. And um, so you could, there's one in here for a chocolate chip cookie mix. Um you could do any kind of cookie mix. Just you could either mix all the ingredients, the dry ingredients together and put them in a jar, or you could layer them. Um, for you know, those of us who are totally blind, uh, putting them in layers, it's not gonna matter. You know, we, we can't see how pretty it is. But if you're giving it to someone who has some vision or is not low vision or, or vision impaired, you know, it makes a, a, a very neat and pretty presentation if you layer the ingredients and when you layer them you just layer them in the order that they are listed on the uh the recipe and then just attach a card with the ingredients that they need and how how to fix them so all right and, and again you can do that with any kind of cake mix uh cookie mix um you know some people like gingerbread this time of year uh, and sugar cookies, so that would that's that's a good idea. Um, and again, we've kind of covered some things. You know, you could do a sheet pan, so a spatula, some oven mitts, an apron, um, maybe a, even a pretty cookie tin or a pretty cookie jar. I don't know if they people do cookie jars anymore. They don't last in my house that long <laughs> for a cookie jar. Um, all right, do we have any raised hands in Zoom? We do not. Okay, any hands in Clubhouse? Nope, we do not. So Kayla, do you have any other gift suggestions for? um, Yes, so uh, so, um, when you're assembling, if you're putting it into the clear like mason jars, which mason is just a branded jar, it's not an actual type of jar. Um, just so you guys know that mason jars often um, just, you know, will have embossed on it the word mason jar and kind of lines on it and stuff like that. Um, typically, if you get like the Walmart brand or um, an off brand of jar, those jars tend to be more smoother. So if you are putting a sticker on it or something, I, I tend to get the Walmart brand jars over the mason jars just because of that texture tactile difference and it's easier to put a label on it um and then if you're you're mixing up a mix um whether it's the waffle mix or um the cookies or brownies or whatever it is um layering your um your ingredients in it so that so say you have um for the cookies you have your flour your baking soda and your salt and you typically would mix those all together and then put it in the jar is the recipe I, I have. Um, and then you could put in a layer of chocolate chips or your brown sugar and then put your white sugar on top of that. 
so that there's a visual difference in color for people who are sighted when you do those layers. And it's just more eye catching than if you put all your white layers all at one spot, you know. Um, so that might be something if you're making these as gifts that you might want to kind of keep in in mind. Um, so like in, in a lot of these, they could the cookie recipes that are meant for jars. And honestly, you can just Google gifts in jars and you'll probably come up with a hundred different recipes from cookies to brownies to soups and all kinds of even pastas and different things like that. Uh -huh. um, <clears throat> so th there's a lot out there, but kind of just layering them in that fashion seems to kind of be the way that they lay out the recipe when you're putting it on um, there. So, and then if you are sending it or giving it to someone who is non-visual, who reads Braille, um, maybe putting those instructions, those additional instructions in Braille um, or emailing them to them once they receive the gift. If you're mailing it to them, once you see or, under, you know, have confirmation they received it, you could always email them um, how to finish up their recipe as well. Um, uh -huh. So that if they're, you know, because a lot of people, they are not strong Braille readers, but they can't reprint. So having that as an option um, and you can even schedule it in your email to go out on a certain time or date. So mm -hmm. there's options for that to make them make sure these gifts are accessible to those you're giving them to. Courtney, you have about eight minutes till the top of the hour. Okay. Thank you. Um, and I received a tip too, just a few minutes ago that said, you can buy cartons of milk uh, that are shelf stable and those ship oh, yeah. Too. Uh, so like I mean you could even get you know regular dairy cow milk um, I usually buy mine you know either almond milk or coconut milk and um, that's how I usually buy mine you know if I'm buying the chef staple so um, you can yeah. buy chocolate milk like that too oh stable so if you have someone who's a chocolate lover you want to give them a cookie mix and maybe some cartons of chocolate milk for kiddos so then they have chocolate milk and cookies or something like that yeah you just leave a carton of milk out for santa with his cookies and he could just take the whole box with him <laughs> that's that a good idea yeah <laughs> um, go box <laughs> yeah there you go a doggy doggy bag um so for the bakers on your list you know we've talked about the different mixes you know you've got the i've got a brownie mix recipe in here as well um, but if you have someone who does a lot of baking, especially around the holidays, here's a real good one for, uh, homemade condensed milk. Um, so Kayla has shared that recipe, I believe on Herbie's cooking corner. And, um, so that recipe's in here and I'm gonna have to try that when I run out of my canned stuff. Yeah, that one is amazing. It's really easy, less than five minutes to make. But it's so much better than the can. So you could always make it up, a bash, make a thing of it up, um, and then put it into a jar. And if you can, you can seal it. If not, I would say, you know, in the refrigerator for up to a week or so. I wouldn't really go much longer than that. Um, but that sweet and condensed milk recipe is so easy. Um, and, and just so incredibly useful and so much cheaper than the $1.50 you pay for one can in the store. 
Yeah, and you could mix up the dry ingredients and just put them in a quart yeah. jar and they could scoop them out as to what they need when they need it. Uh, and then yeah. add the boiling water to that. And Yep, boiling water and butter is what they would add. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah. So. Okay, this one is my favorite. I, I'm going to have to start making some of these. Um, popcorn seasoning blends. Uh, there's one for, let's see here, a Parmesan garlic. Um, I have one for peanut butter, gingerbread, barbecue. Um, there's the peanut butter. Cinnamon sugar. Um, and that's just a, a handful of what I found. That I mean, you, again, if you want something that is not listed in the recipe document we send out, just doing a simple Google search for, you know, what you're wanting. Um, they even had one, and I didn't include it in this because I want to try it first, is um, a dill pickle blend that you can um, sprinkle over your popcorn. Yeah, I did not until I was reading. That I recipe. think I'm kind of torn on that one. I'm not quite sure about that. Yeah. I like dill, but I don't that know if I like it with my popcorn. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm full of Herbie here. That's like you kind of in a pickle on that one, aren't you? So, but I mean, who knew that they, <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't know that they have dry vinegar powder. Um, and that's one of the ingredients it calls for is dry vinegar powder. Um, so you can mix that up. Include it with a bag of, uh, or a box of microwave popcorn if you wanted to kick it up a notch. A big bag of popcorn kernels, a popcorn popper, whether it's an air pop, one you put on your stove or just plug into the wall. Um, a big no, popcorn very ball. Much vary in, oh. um, a very much varying price. Um, so you can get the old fashioned ones that are that look like the ones you get in them that they use in the movie theater. For about 80 bucks on Amazon. Oh Not that I've looked at them recently, but I have. I've had my air popper probably 10, 11 years, and we use it at least once or twice a week for each of us. I mean, he'll make his bowl. I'll make my bowl. Um, you can also buy movie theater butter from Amazon, I know it's in a pump. Uh, if you want to, you know, add more butter than what's called for in the recipe. I mean, what they call for, is just like, a, it's one of those, it's just enough to make me mad. Um, another thing that I've started doing when I butter my popcorn, I use butter flavor cooking spray. So as it's coming out of the popper, I just start spraying it with some of that butter and then, you know, I'll put some salt on it and I'll spray and salt, spray and salt until my popcorn is finished. And then I have to go back and add a little more and mix it up. But, um, you know, that's another idea too, to put a couple of cans of butter flavor cooking spray with it. Um, and maybe, you know, even, even some, some, you know, salt for it, popcorn salt or some of these seasoning mixes or, you know, a little bit of both. And, you know, if you're not giving the popcorn popper, you know, you could put all this in a big popcorn bowl. And in some places you can find some plastic bowls that look like the cardboard popcorn Yeah, bowls. they have the stripes on them. And yeah. They're like red and yellow, I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can get small ones and large ones. And so, yeah. Yeah. You can and also buy um, the paper bags that they're popcorn bags. And so, if, you know, I think they 
they come in like a stack of a hundred is the one I saw, but I'm sure they come in smaller amounts than that. Um, but they weren't that expensive. And then you have your own little bag of popcorn, especially if you have kids and are doing like a movie night or something. Mm-hmm. And you can probably even buy the boxes, you know, where, you know, you save them up, you know, um, just have to do a, a, a Google search or an Amazon search for those. Yeah. All right. Do we have any raised hands in Zoom? Nope. All right. And what no, about in Clubhouse? Clubhouse? Nope. Okay. So the last item on my list is the homemade chocolate pudding mix. This is one I haven't made, so Kayla can talk about it. But again, you can mix up the dry ingredients and put those in a jar and um, you know, and then just put a label on how to mix it up. And it sounds yummy. It, that sounds really it is yummy. yummy. Yeah, no, it and, is really yummy. I definitely prefer it over, um, over the box. And I've also put it in cookies. So in my cookie mix, I'll add in a scoop of the, and it just helps keep it moist and just so yummy. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I will say this is not an instant pudding mix. It is a cook and serve um, or cook you know, and refrigerate. So, um, so just keep that in mind. It's, it's not going to be ready in five minutes or less. Um, you, you are going to have to stand over the stove and cook it. So. All right. So we want to hear from you guys and ladies. Do you have some, uh, you know, seasoning mixes or blends or, uh, you know, cookie dough or cookie mixes, anything that you use, you know, put in a jar or you would like to see recipes for? So if you'll get your hands up and we will go over that. And while people are raising their hands, I'm going to let you know uh, ways on either connecting with some of your chefs from ACB or how to get all these recipes. So if you want to email any of the chefs from ACB, you can send an email to acbcooks at gmail.com. And I will forward that on for you. Also, if you would like a, uh, the recipes that we have talked about tonight, you can send a blank email to acb-cooks plus sign subscribe at acblists.org. Again, that address is acb-cooks plus sign uh, subscribe at acblists.org. If you did not get those, you can look in the description of tonight's call, and there are links for those in that as well. Um, if you're tuning in from Clubhouse and you know you don't have a description of the call, send an email to community at acb.org and just tell them you want to get connected to Courtney, and they will forward that email on to me, and we will get connected that way as well. All right, so do we have any hands in Zoom? No, we do not. And any hands in Clubhouse? Nope. Okay. All right. So since we don't have any, um, any additional hands, Kayla, do you have anything else you would like to add? Yeah. So um, if you guys are giving these gifts as um, you can put them like in a cute little basket 
Uh, you could decorate the jars. You could just take simply just take some holiday fabric and cut it into squares, put it under the ring of your jar and tighten it on. Um, that's pretty simple. Um, just adding ribbon to around the top lip of the jar right below where your ring goes on if you're using one with a ring or um, right below your, your lid. And typically when I add the tag, I add it to what the, the, the ribbon, jute, whatever you want to use to put around it. And I just use a hole puncher to punch a hole in it, slide the ribbon through it and tie it on that way. Um, again, you could do them in braille, print, like print them off with your printer, um, email, we kind of went over that. Um, but really, the sky is the limit. Um, I've even taken um, my boxes that I get from Amazon because this time of year I have tons of those. And I wrap it so that the top of it is open, but the wrapping paper looks like the gift is wrapped. And then I have it going over the inside edge of the box. Um, and then I put the items in there. I've even used, <laughs> one year I took soda boxes, the 12 pack boxes, and I cut off the tops of them where the handle part is and had it open and I wrapped those to make them look like sleds, like a little sleigh kind of, and then I put ingredients um, and cookies, you know. So I, I typically will do something um, they can make themselves and something I already made. So if I'm giving them a brownie mix, I may make them some cookies and add those to it as well. Um, <clears throat> I did email Courtney, uh, a, it's a friendship soup in a jar recipe that will be included in the document. And with that one, I thought that putting little soup bowls um, or oversized mugs with that would be great because I don't know, I, I really enjoy eating soup out of oversized mugs that have a handle because um, it's easier for me to, to carry it to the counter or to the table. Um, I also have some bowls that have handles on both sides. And so I really like using those for soup too, because the, the cup, the bowl gets really hot when you're, you're carrying it. So um, <clears throat> they also have, um, they're called bowl cozies. And so you could get some of those that they set their bowl in it and it's like a hot pad, basically that hugs your bowl. And then, um, so, and those, those are pretty cute and you could get bowls to put in those as well. Um, and then a soup, you know, even just little soup spoons or something along those lines would be really cute with some of those. Um, it's, I know it's cold a lot of places. So soup is pretty much a good thing to do this type of time of year. So um, those easy, <clears throat> especially for people with kids, I know those were gifts I always really appreciated um, because, you know, even if it's pancakes, it's something I, I'm, I have nothing against eating pancakes for dinner, but around the holidays, you have your concerts and all these other things. And I always appreciated, you know, those people who would drop them off before Christmas um, as an early Christmas gift. And then on those nights when we had something busy going on, I could just dump in the ingredients of the soup and pick it up and follow the instructions, you know, very minimal measuring out of things. And it definitely um, has made my life easier when you're doing that. Um, or even if 
you know, if there is a recipe, like if you're giving someone a gift and there is something they always ask you to make, just simply giving them that recipe as a gift. Um, and maybe with whatever ingredients you can, you know, in whatever shelf stable ingredients go along with it. Um, so then they also have that full recipe of something, you know, they already like, and that's a great gift. I think my grandma did that one year with her cheese ball recipe. She bought the special seasoning she uses and then gave us the recipe, um, which was typed and I lost it. So I need to get it again, but it was a sweet gift because it's something I always ask for anyway. So <clears throat> just a couple additional ideas there for um, gift giving. Yeah. And I like getting, you know, gifts that are food related. So, you know, if somebody's okay, I'm cooking you and your husband dinner and that's our Christmas gift to you. I'm all about that. That's one last night I spent in the kitchen. So if that's something you want to do for, you know, family or friends, and plus you get the time of fellowship with them, um, you know, invite them over for dinner. Um, you know, I, I did that last year for Christmas. You know, I said, tell my family, this is my gift to you because it was financially, it was a lean Christmas and we typically don't get each other gifts. And my husband and I get each other gifts, but for my mom and my sister and some other family, we just don't do gifts anymore because, you know, we buy what we want throughout the year. And, um, so I said, this is our gift to you. And I made dinner. They didn't have to deal with it. They didn't have to do the dishes. They came, they ate, they visited, they left. Um, so, you know, that was, you know, I, I like those kind of gifts um, and giving them and receiving them. Um, so, um, so that's some ideas as well. All right. Do we have any hands in Clubhouse or Zoom? None in Zoom. Okay. All right. So quiet crowd today. We do. We do. We do appreciate participation. We I love participation because I learned from you guys as well. Um, just like I didn't know that they had powdered heavy cream. Um, so that's the, I'll have to start looking into that. That might be cheaper than what's on the shelf uh, at the dairy section at the grocery store. I know I was wanting heavy whipping cream or heavy cream one time for a recipe and it was over five dollars for a little 16 ounce carton and I said uh you can leave it there I don't need to need it that badly so all right so next week on in the kitchen with Courtney we're going to be talking about holiday appetizers or party food or hors d'oeuvres whatever you want to call them um and I'll be making up some things that my family makes for the Christmas when we're gathering um, or, you know, if we're going to take to parties. So I'll be mixing up some of that stuff. I, I don't know if Kayla's going to include some things. We'll work that out between now and next Sunday. So I already know of one. So, Oh, good, 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 good. Um, so, um, so, and it's quick stuff that you can just, you know, throw everything together in a bowl, mix it up and, or, you know, mix it up and throw it in the oven for a few minutes and, and you're good. So, um, so yeah, so we'll, we'll get together on that and bring some of your ideas and some of your recipes. If you have some that you would like to share with the group, send them to acbcooks at gmail.com and we will get those in a document and sent out for you as well. All right. 
Well, we will go ahead and close down the call. I want to thank you all so much for joining us this evening. Thank you to Tori for hosting, Nikki for wearing the mini hats you're wearing as connector, moderator, and streamer tonight. Uh, thank you to the participants for coming. Without you, we wouldn't have a call. And I cannot forget my bestie, my sidekick, Kayla. Thank you so much for joining in each week and helping out. I do appreciate mm -hmm. it. Um, I appreciate you penciling me in on your tight, tight schedule. But, but uh, <laughs> I got to go make dinner. Oh, I do too. <laughs> I do too. So again, thank you all so much for joining us. And you have a great Sunday evening and we will see you at the next community event. Y'all have a good evening.